Hello. Hello and welcome. Welcome to Carried Away. Do, 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 do. See, he needs intro music when you've got Keely. Wow. Yeah. What a compliment. You don't need intro music because you have me. I ha- wow. We have a human, so human instrument. <laughs> um, that is severely out of tune. <laughs> out of tune? Mm-hmm. Not really. I don't think so. Um, I don't think so so I, I was actually at um, Westlife last night. <gasps> going to see good old Westlife and mm-hmm. I can tell you now Audition is like for, for some oh my god it drag was... them drag them no me not them oh, okay. sorry no let me clarify me me oh, okay they were fabulous um I was like don't don't get Westlife coming after us because we, we can't no we, we're, no we're, 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 we're I know <laughs> we'll not survive um no. No, 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 no. They were they were fabulous. Me, on the other hand, shocking. Um, and I actually, my friend's um, dad came and picked us up after, mm. and drove us back to back to mine. And I actually then um, did a sang the entire show. I did a. Oh, this is, this wow. is every This is every song that that you they played. Yeah. And wow. um, his response was, "It was like I was there." <laughs> whoa! Whoa! What? <laughs> A compliment. I know. I decided I am going to reenact every song they sang, including the ABBA tribute that they did. So, um, please play me yeah. the ABBA tribute that they did. I will play. I'll, I'll send it to you. It was great. Anyway, welcome to episode three mm-hmm. of season two of season two. Getting into it now. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie, Carrie, Carrie's back dating again. I know. Yeah. It's got, I, I, do you know what? I actually like this episode. Do you know what? I, I, I like this episode, but I also don't like this episode, if that makes sense. There's a lot of questionable, well things that are said mm-hmm. and things that happen in it yeah um as I was watching I was I was sh- shocked at some of the things yeah. that were said and I mean at, at, at this point are we are you shocked are, are we shocked <laughs> I know probably not let's be let's be real but um yeah it was it, it was a good episode there were some really good like funny I think Funny like yeah, yeah that we will get into oh yes this we is will the whole point of the podcast oh imagine if we just never never <laughs> talk about <laughs> second city wow <clears throat> okay shall we begin people yes <laughs> I'm the people yes I know <laughs> something's not right with us today but we're just gonna go with it yeah okay Makes it interesting. It does. Season two, episode three, The Freak Show. Directed by Alan Coulter, written by Jenny Bix, and it aired on June 20th, 1999. So we start the episode with the credits and the Carrie voiceover, and she says, Manhattan, for millions of our forefathers, 
fathers the gateway to hope opportunity and happiness and it has all these shots in black and white of people landing at ellis island on boats and she says today that hope is still alive and it's called the first date so there's a shot of a couple at a bar in black and white and as they kind of walk off the scene kind of goes into color and carrie says that every saturday night in different bars manhattan resembles its own ellis island lots of hot cramped women in crowded spaces hoping to make it to their final destination the state of matrimony or at least get a hot meal in transit <laughs> and i'm just like but but why is that always like what people uh, assume yeah yeah like oh your goal is to get married bitch no yeah do you know Mm-mm. i know do you know what it is it's like that is that is like a very much a sign of the times isn't it that is true you, that is true. you know that's what you know you did when you were like out of school it was like you were 20 and i know getting shipped off to get married (laughs) not 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 actually shipped off let's be but you know what i mean it's like that's that's just that's just what happened and i i find it bizarre see whenever i think about my parents at the age that they got married and at the age they started having kids i like Mm. by my age they had they were married and had three kids you know three oh my yeah God. and it's yeah. like I could not and and obviously there are people that still by the age of 29 would be married and have have three kids it's not oh, it's yeah. not so abnormal yeah. right but the thought of me <laughs> mothering three <laughs> human children right now is just like no yeah. I'm being married on top of that uh, yeah potentially divorced like people I'm sure get married and get divorced within their 20s as well can you imagine us at university the the age we were at university yeah like my mum and dad were like getting married that is wild like us and we were in Roburn um okay so we see sam on a date with somebody and carrie in the voiceover says that samantha didn't believe in a first date but she did believe in sex after it and she's on a date with harrison who is a very successful litigator but she describes him as an excellent first date pedigree and after dinner harrison invites samantha to his apartment so the next scene is typical like Sam after a date or and they're kissing and he says he says I think you should know that my speciality is sexual harassment. It's just, know, it's like, just like bizarre. But like who thought that was okay? I know. The the thing who? that I'm like the thing is though they they like try i feel like they've tried to make it okay by then sam responding in the way of like obviously not being creeped out by it or weirded out by it like she is like she agrees she says like so is mine and i'm like yeah what i know for either like who did think and i i honestly i just don't understand who thought that that was good script no i mean that, that wasn't an, an appropriate script <laughs> yeah like 90s or not like get a grip 
and yeah the kissing on the bed and yeah he's like oh this is a classic case of what does he say of well i i I can't remember what he says but he basically says like um he it's mind mind altering he's used mind altering substance which is obviously the wine yeah um he's used wine as mind as a mind altering substance yeah and he's like a beautiful woman mind i think it's mind altering wine oh mind altering wine yeah sorry and he says that he could claim temporary insanity and sam is like oh well i do have you know a tendency to drive men a little crazy and he says you know you fit the profile and this is all being said as like almost like foreplay yeah he's like you fit the profile most sexual harassment cases are brought by older women and sam stops and she sits up and she's like um basically this is the reaction that she should have had from the start 15 <laughs> seconds ago when he yeah. said that but she's like um i'm sorry what the fuck and then he says no offense but are you like 40 41 and carrie says in the voiceover that sam has celebrated her 35th birthday for as long as we could remember and sam's like shaken by this comment she says i'm gonna freshen up she goes into the bathroom and she's looking at her face in the mirror sort of like reviewing her appearance questioning Mm. sort of you know how she looks and she comes out of the bathroom and harrison is nowhere to be seen (laughs) and and sam hears like he's like hey i'm over here from behind this door and he's chained up to the wall in some kind of like BDSM chamber. Like and a little Samantha, cupboard. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and Samantha is so disturbed. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you can't be serious. And Carrie says in the voiceover that um, the view left very little to be desired. Yeah. But I was just like, what is wrong with this guy? But also I was kind I of surprised that Samantha wasn't like into it. I feel like maybe if he'd sort of started off a bit softer (laughs) well there was no yeah there was no build up it was just yeah it was like i'm in this cupboard tied up with chains look at my and and the fact that he had a cupboard was like it was like a little like red room you know from 50 shades yeah 50 shades and there was like lots of lots going on like there's lots 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 of accessories yeah, there was like handcuffs, maybe just start with the handcuffs yeah. and then build it up throughout their sexual relationship, you know? Or maybe ask, hey, are you into this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, I mean, that's good. Then, Communication really is the yeah. key here. <laughs> <laughs> In all these situations. Yeah. So we cut to the next night at a restaurant and... Sam had invited the girls to a party for the launch of a new coffee table book and Sam, Miranda and Carrie are sat at the table and Carrie jokes, you know, you know you've got to give this guy credit. It took a lot of work to get all like chained yeah. up like that, <laughs> which is true. Like, how did he actually seriously do that? Uh, he's had practice, clearly. Well, clearly. How long yeah. was she in the bathroom for? I don't know. Do you know what? That is a skill. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give him that. And then she says, hey, what if he's still hanging there? And Miranda's (laughs) like, see, this is why I don't date. She says, the men out there are freaks. 
she says, if a man is over 30 and single, there must be something wrong with him. It's Darwinian. They're being weeded out for propagating the species. And Carrie is like, well, what about us? And Miranda says, well, we're just choosing. And then kind of runs away from the conversation to yeah. get more shrimp. She almost gets a bit angry, like a bit like, not angry, but I think she's like, because she is over, yeah. si- over, over single. She's over 30 yeah. and single. She's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Because if, if she said it is about the men, it must be about the women too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, and it's not, just putting that out there. But like, um, <laughs> by the way, um, but... It's it's she just probably feels like oh god I've just she like, just like panics and he feels trip. seen like, really yes. yeah yes yeah <laughs> that was it was quite good yeah it was and Carrie and Sam are sat at the table and Sam is like you know the worst part about all of this you know was and she says Harrison actually believed that I was forty and Carrie does this fake like oh really like (laughs) and Sam is like really do you think I look 40 and Carrie in the voiceover says that it's if Samantha's last four birthdays taught her anything it was that there was only one answer to a question like that and she says to Sam you don't look a day over 35 and they share like a a knowing smile yeah I think that was a nice a nice friend moment for for Carrie like she's like obviously Sam's very insecure and you could tell whenever Sam even asked her that Mm. she was very insecure yeah and it's not for Samantha to sort of question anything how fabulous she is yeah Yeah, she she, (laughs) yeah I really felt that when she like in the scene with Harrison where she goes into the bathroom it was like a real vulnerable moment and I'm like oh yeah and I think we see it even more like later in the episode we are pausing the podcast to let you know that we are on Patreon. Yes! Woohoo! You can now become a member of the Carried Away family and get exclusive content, voting privileges, early access, and much, much more. There are two memberships to choose from, the Carrie and the Samantha. The link is in the show notes. We hope to see you there. So Charlotte comes running over. And she's like, this is a great party. She met a really great guy and his name is Mitchell Saylor. And the voiceover Carrie says that when Charlotte really liked a guy, she said his whole name and it helped her imagine the monogram towels. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, so Charlotte. Uh, yeah. So Miranda then returns with a plate of shrimp and Sam is like, Mitch Saylor. And Charlotte's like, yeah, do you know him? And... Sam is like, well, I know of him. And Charlotte's like very confused, like, what is going on? What does that mean? And some, and then Samantha is like, ladies, I suggest you join me in the bathroom. <laughs> oh my God. My note says, I've clearly typed this fast because my note says, I suggest. <laughs> I suggest you join me. I swear. I suggest you doing me in the bathroom. <laughs> what were you watching? <laughs> I don't know. You're on some dodgy website. Oh my god! I don't know why that made me laugh so much. Are we much. okay? I'm not okay. So, so what Samantha actually says is that she suggests the girls join her in the bathroom and. 
They cut to the girls going into the bathroom and Charl- and Samantha says, he's Mr. Pussy. And Charlotte is like <laughs> mortified. She's like, who? <laughs> yeah, Mr. Who? But the thing is, when Samantha says it as well, Carrie and Miranda are like so smug. Like, do you not think about the whole situation? Like Charlotte has chosen somebody that's not wholesome. And Samantha says that he's renowned. Can you stop calling it that? Stop, stop. Like she's just really uncomfortable. And Samantha stops laughing and she kind of checks with Charlotte. She's like, you do do that, right? And then Charlotte's like, of course, we just don't have to talk about it. And Charlotte says, you know, forget it. I'm not dating anyone who is known as Mr. Pussy. And then Sam is like, why? And she's like, well, maybe I want more. (laughs) And Sam says, Carrie and Miranda are like, amen. And then this woman kind of appears from the cubicle, like, oh my God, you have to be talking about Mitch Saylor. And she says, he's unbelievable. She dated him. And she said, it was so good that she she passed out when she came. (laughs) And she tells Charlotte to, to enjoy. And... the girls like follow this woman out of the bathroom and Carrie says to Charlotte well the guy's got good word of mouth yeah (laughs) and they all leave the bathroom and they're kind of like whispering looking over at Mitch and like confirming like yeah that's him that's him and he sat at the bar assuming waiting for Charlotte and he's eating something I don't know what it is but it's very (sighs) I don't know what the word would be. Let's um, just say he was very, he was very much enjoying whatever it was. Yes, he was. There was a lot of yeah. He was really trying to taste it. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to get all those flavors. So we cut to Carrie's apartment, and she's shock running, rushing to get ready. Yeah. And Carrie, in the voiceover, says that she didn't want to believe. Um, believe Miranda in that all unmarried men are freaks and she tells us that she had agreed to go on a blind date her first in two years and then we meet PJ was that his name yeah who was an independent movie producer and she says on the date like it's really uncomfortable and she's almost like just reading from a script the way she's talking to him she's like so documentary films that must be fun. Like yeah, it's just she almost says it as like a in a sarcastic way as well. Yeah. It was very weird, yeah. Yeah, it was like she didn't find that to be interesting, so she was just like Oh, yeah. that must be fun. Like Yeah. And he's very aggressive about doing it because of the money. Mm. And Carrie in the voice of as this kind of theme music plays, like almost like circus music. Yeah. She calls him the man with no soul. Carrie in the voiceover says um, that Bachelor number two seemed promising. So this is like a different day, a different date. And they're in line at the cinema. And this guy who Carrie's with turns around and starts like aggressively just shouting at the, the person behind them because apparently they were like too close to them, stood too close to them. And he was just, at that point, I would just be like, okay no, no, no I would no. just leave 
Yeah. And the mu- this sort of circus music starts again. And Carrie calls this guy the man with two faces. And I'm like, he's not the man with two faces. He's just showing you his... He's taking his mask off. He's showing yeah. you his real face. Real, his real face, yeah. Yeah. And then we kind of cut to a third date with Max. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My note says... <laughs> My note says Max was a broken. <laughs> I think he was a bit broken. <laughs> was he your, a broker your notes or something? Pro- he was. He was like an investment banker that like. Okay. So um, he wasn't broken. He was. He a wasn't. Broker. No, but he was broken because he was the man who steals cheap used books for no reason. Oh yeah, so he definitely yeah. was broken. <laughs> Carrie said that they'd had a great dinner and they're at a book market, assuming after, mm-hmm. and she turns around and she sees him stealing a book. And yeah, that's when she says that he's the man who steals cheap used books for no reason. Uh (laughs) Not even for a reason. (laughs) No, I know. (laughs) But at this point, she actually talks to the camera. And it's like, oh, hello, we're doing this again. (laughs) Do you know what, though? I was thinking, you see, throughout that bit, right, Mm. where it was cutting to her in different scenarios, Mm. that was very much what would have happened whenever we did the you know fourth wall fourth wall is that we would have cut to different scenarios with different people different people yeah so I feel like that was almost like a replacement of that and Carrie Carrie says when she talks to the camera she's like um she's like okay now I'm afraid yeah (laughs) and Carrie says in the voiceover that maybe Miranda was right um she's looking through a book called freaks geeks and strange girls and she says maybe they should be in freak shows maybe at least then the freaks were rounded up you know sort of in one place and but now they're all out among us walking the streets and she says is it true are all men freaks and we cut to charlotte and mr pussy and (laughs) You can't call him Mitch Saylor. You just can't. I know. He is Mr. Pussy. Mr. Pussy. So they kiss in and they're like about to have sex and he goes under the covers and goes down on her. And Carrie in the voiceover says that Charlotte came harder than she ever had before. That is until Tuesday. But wait, wait, before you go into that, (laughs) coming the hardest she has ever come before, she just let out this little, oh. Oh like it was God. just the quietest oh I know the thing is when it, as it was like going through the days of until you know it goes yeah. until Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday <laughs> I mean I, I love Kristen Davis but this Charlotte's orgasm <laughs> yeah it's it's like a very polite it was yeah it was very like oh like that was that yeah. was that was the 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 first one was oh and then really lightly and then it was and like, then it's oh, just like oh oh yeah and then as it got to friday she was like oh my god like <laughs> and it was just so good like she said carrie says in the voiceover that if mitch was a freak charlotte was ready to run away and join the circus and meanwhile all carrie wanted to do was run away and she sat by um, a fountain in Central Park. I don't know what the name of this fountain is, but this is I, where I let we. You I let you represent it. We were there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we spoke to. Um, 
Willie. Willie, our yeah. friend. New it was York near the boat, near the boathouse. Yeah, it was like across the the pond, stood by yeah. that fountain, and we yes. made a little friend. We made a little old man friend. God who, bless like, him. He, he talked to us about the ducks. Oh. I have a, I have that in a recording because you can just hear him like talking in the background about the ducks. I was like taking a video. What's happening? Like I was really confused. I didn't know he was talking to us. Oh, he was a nice man. Yeah, he was. Bless him. So she sat by the fountain, and there's a guy um, sat next to her, and they kind of share some share a bit of a smile because they sat next to each other. And they they kind of bond over bad dates. And she's saying, like, she went out with a kleptomaniac. And he says, last month, I dated a woman who slept with her shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> and they both introduce each other to each other. And his name is Ben. And she asks, when did all the guys become freaks? And he's like, well, women are bizarre. And that's why he doesn't date anymore. And they have a, sort of an interaction over the world's fattest twins finding love. Yeah. And he asks her to go out to dinner. And she's like, I thought you didn't date. And he says, it's a non-date. And she says, maybe. And then he's like, is that a yes? And she says, it's a non-no. And they swap numbers. And I'm just like, can we just start talking? Yeah. <laughs> Not like, please. Yes. One episode. <laughs> And we, um, we cut to Samantha on the street and she sees a friend that she knows called Monica, an old friend. And Sam is like, oh my God, you look amazing. And Monica explains that she had this kind of procedure where she had the fat taken from her, <laughs> from her ass and put into her face. And with the earlier scenes of, you know, Samantha's comments about how Samantha looks and mm-hmm. the age that she appears or... And that's obviously an insecurity for her. Um, but she's Sam is very interested. And Monica says that you can eat, you know, whatever you want a week before to fatten up your ass. But I'm like, you can do that anyway, babe. And then she's like, poof, it's in your face. And Carrie in the voiceover says that an hour later, Sam had her first Big Mac and an appointment with the most expensive plastic surgeon on the on upper fifth. And I'm just like, it's that's just a bit of a sad scene. It's like it. Yeah, I know. It's you like you don't need you that. Yeah, you don't need to inject fat from your ass. Come on. And Samantha's beautiful. I know. So we cut to Ben and Carrie walking home to her stoop. And I'm not sure if this is the actual stoop. We don't really see it. Well, they do look like they're walking down Perry Street. Do you think? Or yeah but I also but they also did a lot of the filming early on with at the stoop next door (laughs) so Ben and Carrie kiss on the street and they kiss again and Carrie in the voiceover says that a week and three non-dates later um Samantha summoned the girls to tell them about her procedure and she says in three days 
she will look fabulous. And Samantha says that she has to wear this girdle for a week to keep her skin tight. And she lifts up a skirt and the girls look. And Carrie stands up to look and she's like, well, that's a girdle with a hole. <laughs> I love that bit. <laughs> yeah. And Samantha's like, of course it has a hole. That's for peeing, etc." <laughs> <laughs> I know Miranda actually says, like, she's like, I can't believe you're doing this. She goes... We spend our lives trying to hide the fat from our ass and you're putting it out yeah. for the world to see. Yeah. That's quite funny. Aww. Um, Sam says that she slept with a Calvin Klein model and she'd never felt sexier. And Miranda then also says, I think the fat has already gone to your head. Yeah. <laughs> and Miranda's like, whatever happened to aging gracefully? And Carrie says, it got old. And Charlotte says that she's meeting Mitch and they uh-huh. ask how it is and she says I can see a future with him uh, <laughs> and yeah. Samantha is like oh hang on honey she says you don't fall in love with Mr Pussy you enjoy him and then set him free I love that bit so much that has to be the, I think that has to be the quote of the episode for me it, yeah 100% and that is a girl with a hole I love that bit <laughs> that's a great one that is yeah. a great one but it, it doesn't beat you don't fall in love with Mr. Pussy. <laughs> you enjoy him and then set him free. It's just the way set him <laughs> free at the end. Yeah. <laughs> then Miranda calls Mr. Pussy a freak and she says like, do you even talk? And Carrie, you know, it's like, Samantha has a point. Have you gone to dinner, seen a play? Have you kind of done like, quote, normal things besides just him going down on you? Yeah. And Charlotte says, well no but we could and Carrie says you've fallen into a sex haze Um, Miranda says she's not in a relationship she's having multiple orgasms (laughs) and Charlotte then leaves to go see Mr Pussy Carrie in the voiceover says that hoping to prove Miranda wrong she took Miranda to meet Ben's friend Luke on a double date in Central Park and she says in the voiceover that nothing makes you feel more like a non-couple than helping bring together another non-couple and she says unfortunately their smugness was a little premature (laughs) so Luke asked Miranda about her weekend plans and she's like oh you know she's gonna go see a granddad in Connecticut and he's like oh Connecticut and she's like um what's wrong with Connecticut and he's like the country freaks me out he says he hasn't left Manhattan in 10 years Mm -hmm. that is a long time that's not something to be proud of either (laughs) no it's not and Miranda is like you know and you proud of that and he says there is no world outside Manhattan and Carrie in the voiceover says that she had unwittingly set Miranda up with Manhattan guy so they get ice creams and Miranda's like, I like Manhattan, but I also happen to like the country. And he's like, well, you're obviously not from here then. And she kind of looks at him for a few seconds, looks at her watch, and then says, I have to go feed my cat. <laughs> Which is clearly Miranda and Carrie's code phrase. Yeah. For let's get the fuck out of this situation. Yeah. Yes. We have Gupta. Yeah, we have Gupta. From Princess Diaries. What was it? Did we not have a new one recently? 
I feel like we have a lot. We do have multiple. We Got really to do. Bye bye, and let's get the fuck out of Abu Dhabi. Yeah, that was a big <laughs> one. Yeah, but that's not that's not subtle. No, that really yeah. <laughs> that really isn't. But then is is bye 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 or I know. God, what are we like? I oh, know. Uh, so. Yeah, so Miranda says this code word, like, I have to go feed my cat. But then Carrie is like, you know, I thought you already fed your cat. And I'm like, whoa, don't. Yeah. Don't. Uh, Miranda has invoked the code word. Yeah. This is, this is your you, friend. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, this doesn't it. come out all the time. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. But yeah, Carrie's like, you know, I, I thought you already fed your cat. And Miranda goes, I have to feed it again. <laughs> but I was just like, oh my God, Carrie, like if somebody gives you the code word, somebody's uncomfortable. Yeah. You need to let them go. Yeah. And I know that she was trying to like, trying to just make the best of the situation and being like, give it a try. You know, he said something. Yes. A bit strange but just just yeah. try remain optimistic yeah. but Miranda's like no Mm-mm. not happening uh-uh so uh-uh, uh-uh. no uh-oh the girls kind of walk off separately Carrie kind of goes with her for a second and Luke says that cat people are all freaks um Miranda says to Carrie that she's going home because he is a freak she says, if Luke is a freak, then Ben is bound to. So we cut to Carrie and Ben kissing in his apartment. And Carrie in the voiceover says that she couldn't get Miranda's comment out of her head. And she asks Ben, you know, is there anything weird about you that, you know, I should know before, you know, this becomes anything more. And he says that there is. And they sit up and she's like prepared for like, the worst thing in the world Mm -hmm. and he pulls his shirt back to reveal um a tweety bird tattoo Mm -hmm. and he says that he got on a friend's stag do and he says you know like that's my weird thing like what about you you you're probably perfect and she shows three stitches um in a leg that she got after a fight with a third grade bully and Carrie says, um, after they've kind of like revealed their weirdness or freak, freakiness. I can't believe someone would say that a scar is like a weird, a small scar on your knee. Like, does not does everyone have scars on their knees from kidnapping kids? I I know, but it's like it was it was almost their level of being like, well, this is my weird thing. What's yeah. yours? And and then obviously sharing that brought them together yeah sorry yeah yeah i mean i'm being cynical no 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 no, you're not at all like a a, a tattoo that you got on a stag do and a scratch on your knee like calm the fuck down (laughs) yeah but carrie says in the voiceover that then the tattooed man made love to to her and it didn't feel weird at all and then we cut to Charlotte and Mr. Pussy on a date. And Carrie says in the voiceover, 
she says in the voiceover this line, I can't deal with it. While Miranda was feeding her posse, Charlotte was trying to do everything but. (laughs) Wow. Wow. What a line. The scene starts as the waiter brings over um, figs and Charlotte is trying to talk to Mr. Pussy and she's trying to get to know him but he's quite um he's just quiet and he's not really engaged mm-hmm. in the conversation and Charlotte's like well what what are you thinking about and he literally just starts like eating this fig in a way that is this is a weird like he's try yeah he's trying to yeah in a very provocative way yeah so Carrie says in the voiceover that Charlotte had stayed too long at the fair and as the kind of circus music starts to play um, she says that Charlotte realised that Miranda was right she had stayed too long at the fair and Carrie um, from that she says from then on Charlotte couldn't be alone in a room with a fig (laughs) why would you be alone in a room with a fig? I know Um, does Mr Pussy have any lines i'm trying to remember did he say something to her like just to relax or something was that yeah. the only lines he said the he scenes said? the earlier scenes where they're in yeah. bed i feel like he does say he, he definitely tells her to relax because she's like she's like laughing and is very charlotte like oh don't go down on me <laughs> yeah uh, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah maybe that is but that is like line. oh it's yeah it is like it is his only is only line because I was like he doesn't have any lines but then I remember now he does oh Mr. Pussy has we seen him Mr. Pussy and his fig and her doctor and he's showing her her new sort of face and she's saying oh like it's great what else can you do and he starts drawing all over her body and we as the audience can't see this Uh but he's kind of going through and you can see him drawing on like these surgical lines saying you know we can do this and we can do that and in five years we can do this ten years we can look at that and then somebody knocks on the door so he leaves the room and then we see Sam she kind of goes to the mirror to get like a peek of what he's drawn on her and she's so like disturbed because there's just lines everywhere like that can't be good for anybody no like you know i i i like she starts crying and and i just thought this is an awful scene yeah but it was like it it also wasn't a genuine cry it was like supposed to be like a comedic yes physical comedy cry but it also like that i don't know it just makes you feel very uncomfortable because he's literally it's not like there's lines everywhere Everywhere. yeah and but like if you think of somebody who's act like i mean it's you know it's such it's hard not to have something that you're insecure about in your body and and Mm. you know people can be very insecure and whenever Mm. you're insecure about something you either do you do one or two things you either do everything to hide it Mm -hmm. right or um point it out constantly and like to almost like be like yeah I know it too you know it's like it's before somebody else tells you Mm. and and I think like when somebody whenever you're trying to hide it 
mm-hmm. or whenever you're feeling insecure about something and then someone literally tells you your insecurity yeah or gives you gives you insecurities you didn't even know you had you oh, know she's yeah. she's you know she is a very confident woman ish mm. you know we see throughout the whole series that you know, she has her moments mm. but like when she was maybe thinking she's really confident in her body and then someone being like you know that needs lifted that you know yeah it's like that's gonna give someone an insecurity completely yes yeah, yeah. So we cut to the next morning in Ben's apartment and Ben and Carrie are kissing and he says that he has a soccer game and he will be back in two hours. He's like, you know, stay here. I've got to go, but I'll be back. Stay here. And Carrie in the voiceover says that she had done, they had done it and she really liked him. She says that there must have been something sort of sick and awful about him. And she says that she had to find out what it what was wrong before she wasted mm. the next six months. And she literally ransacks his whole apartment. And it's like she's she's literally looking for things. It's almost like she wants him to be this freak that she maybe subconsciously believes that all men are. And yeah. it's just like it's like she needs that pr- proof so she doesn't get mm. hurt yeah that is true and she's just being like so so invasive of his home it's like wild like she's like a yeah, wild animal literally like- and she's going through everything and she finds like a little box in his wardrobe <laughs> that is well, she thinks it's locked and she calls it ben's secret yeah. box of what does she call it the secret secret box of freakdom yeah memories i mean but she literally breaks into it like with like was it like a screwdriver or something it looked like um a letter opener yes i think it was yeah yeah and she starts to break into it and as she's struggling to get it open ben comes back in and he's just like carrie's like what what the fuck are you are you doing and she's, like she's nearly on top of the box at this point as well it's oh, not yeah. like she's like doing it very discreetly no oh, no yeah no, no. she's like on the bed like and the apartment's on top. a shit tip yeah <laughs> and yeah and she's she's completely been caught and he says like what the hell are you doing and she's like i guess i was looking for something and she's like something freaky <laughs> Mm-hmm. and he goes to the box and he opens it and he just like slides the top off it was obviously a slide box yeah. and not <laughs> some kind of locked thing and it's just some club scout badge collections and Carrie is like so ashamed mm. and he says to her like I was going to skip the game to come back and be with you and he says I thought you were a normal one and she's like well I was and she's like I'm gonna go and he says good idea and the the sort of circus music starts playing but it's just when he walks in he's like so disappointed yeah in a Mm. you know what I can understand like Carrie here because like if you think about it like Big was so secretive yeah and she was like constantly blindsided by him yeah you know and I sort of I can kind of understand she, she doesn't want to open herself up again for like yeah disappointment so I sort of I under not that I would I, do it 
no I I get that and I get the curiosity but I think you could you can sort of you can tell a lot about a person by like their space that they live in and things mm. that they've got hung up on the walls think books yeah that got. she could have just walked around his apartment and picked up oh, so yeah. much about him yeah without invading because if if somebody did that to me i would, I would be, be human yeah so i would literally i would be like no. i no i agree mm. it's not it's not a good look for Kara. it's not but i can sort of empathize here i am yeah. like I, I get like the intent she doesn't want to be hurt, so she's making sure that she knows the full picture. It's like she's a bit triggered at this moment from everything that happened and has the fear. You know, we've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> but we cut to Carrie um, on the street and she says that that was the day she came face to face with her freak, the frightening woman who whose fear ate her sanity. And she goes to cross the street and the street kind of gets busier and busier with more and more people as she talks. And she says, truth is, isn't, it isn't just men, it's all of us. Anyone who's single in Manhattan gets a little freaked out from time to time. But we keep trying because if the world's fattest twins can find love, there's hope for all of us. Someone out there... <laughs> Somewhere out there is another little freak who will love us, understand us, and kiss our our, our three little heads and make it all better. And then she says, in the meantime, we always have Manhattan. And yeah, Carrie kind of comes to terms with her own... Freakdom. Freakdom. (laughs) Yeah. Which, like, everybody, everybody is a bit of a freak everybody's got some sort of insecurity or yeah a bit of they've got a a uniqueness yeah and everybody's got um things that they don't want other people to see whether it's a friend or a romantic relationship everybody's sort of got a history and a past and yeah yeah it's just one of them things but but just um don't do your curry. <laughs> just, just own don't it. Do it. Just own yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty just much. Own it. So that was the freak show. That was the freak show. <laughs> Best line? It's gotta be you don't fall in love with Mr. Pussy. You enjoy him and then you set him free. There we go. Anyway, thanks anyway, so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Carried Away Podcast. Yes. Um, let us let us know if you've dated any freaks. Let us know. I'm sure you have. We know yeah. you've got some great stories. Some freaky freak. Freaky freak freak. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.